Welcome to the Minor and Landis Immigration Update Podcast, the podcast where immigration professionals and foreign nationals go to keep up to date. This week, a bit of breaking news, and unfortunately, it's not good news. The Biden administration recently supported and defended the legality of a Trump-era rule of wage-based H-1B cap selections. This is very frustrating, disappointing, and disheartening for immigration professionals, employers, and foreign nationals. President Biden ran on a campaign that was pro-immigrant, stating, quote, The United States deserves an immigration policy that reflects our highest values as a nation, end quote. We agreed with that sentiment, and we had hoped the president would help to overturn rules like this wage-based selection, which, in our opinion, we feel is damaging to the U.S. economy and we'll explain why. But first, a little background. On January 8th of 2021, in one of the last regulatory moves by the Trump administration, Department of Homeland Security published its final rule entitled, quote, Modification of Registration Requirement for Petitioners Seeking to File Cap Subject H-1B Petitions, end quote, which ends the H-1B lottery as we know it. Instead, this rule establishes a wage-based selection process whereby the H-1B registrations will be selected based on registrations listing the highest proffered wage, which equals or exceeds the prevailing wage as established by the Occupational Employment Statistics for the relevant Standard Occupational Classification Code in the area of intended employment. At that time, we talked about this unfair rule in our podcast and had hoped then that the imminent inauguration of President Biden would be the start of the common sense and compassionate immigration reform upon which he campaigned, and we'd see rules like this overturned. In response to the threat that this wage-based rule would have on the U.S. economy, and led by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and numerous plaintiffs, including the National Association of Manufacturers, Bay Area Council, National Retail Federation, American Association of International Healthcare Recruitment, President's Alliance on Higher Education and Immigration, California Institute of Technology, Cornell University, the Board of Trustees of the Leland Stanford Junior University, the University of Southern California, University of Rochester, University of Utah, and Arab Laboratories, among many others. This group filed a lawsuit in the Northern District of Columbia, challenging the legality of the wage-based H-1B selection rule, claiming that DHS failed to follow the notice and comment requirements or rulemaking under the Administrative Procedure Act, and that the rule exceeded the agency's statutory authority, and that the rule is arbitrary and capricious. Things looked promising that we might get this rule changed, but in a surprising turn of events, surprising at least to us, on July 23, 2021, the Biden administration's DHS actually defended the legality of the wage-based H-1B selection rule published by the Trump administration. In its notice of motion and cross-motion for summary judgment, the Biden administration claimed, one, that the wage-based H-1B selection rule was properly issued by an authorized official of DHS. Two, that the rule comports with the INA. And three, that during the rulemaking process, DHS adequately responded to all comments and addressed all issues and concerns raised by the public. So let's explore what the wage-based H-1B selection rule is 
and what it will actually do. What follows is a somewhat abridged version of immigration partner Lynn Walker's much more comprehensive article, which she has posted on LinkedIn. I'm going to give you a good overview of the significant points here, but for the full and specific details, please go to Lynn Walker's LinkedIn profile for the complete article. And again, if you don't already know, that's Lynn spelled L-I-N. This final rule, published on January 8th, 2021, will go into effect on December 31st, 2021, unless enjoined by a court that issues an injunction against its implementation. This rule will replace the random selection process, or lottery, with one that selects registrations based on the highest OES prevailing wage level that the proffered wage equals or exceeds for the relevant SOC and area of intended employment, beginning with OES wage level 4 and proceeding in descending order with OES wage levels 3, 2, and 1. DHS states that the wage-based selection will, quote, incentivize H-1B employers to offer higher wages or to petition for positions requiring higher skills and higher skilled aliens that are commensurate with higher wage levels. Moreover, it will maximize H-1B cap allocation so that they more likely will go to the best and brightest workers, and it will disincentivize abuse of the H-1B program to fill relatively lower-paid, lower-skilled positions, which is a significant problem under the present selection system." End quote. So that's what DHS says, and that's what the wage-based selection system is and what it's supposed to do. But what will be the actual effects of the rule when it goes into effect in December? Well, very few, if any, level 1 or level 2 wage positions will be selected. Priority will be given to level 4 and then level 3 wages. A registration classified as a level 4 wage would have four times a greater chance of being selected than a level 1 position. A level 3 position would have three times a greater chance of being selected than a level 1 position. In theory, this could mean that if USCIS receives enough registrations, 65,000 for regular cap and 20,000 for advanced degree, where beneficiaries are receiving a level 4 wage, only those registrations will be selected. The proposed rule also requires that a valid registration must represent a legitimate job offer. Well, this could mean that if a registration is selected and the employer decides not to file, the employer will need to provide a valid explanation as to why it is rescinding a job offer. Simply not filing a response will not be sufficient. And USCIS may deny or revoke approval of a subsequent new or amended petition filed by the petitioner or a related entity on behalf of the same beneficiary if USCIS determines that the filing of the new or amended petition is part of the petitioner's attempt to unfairly decrease the proffered wage to an amount that would be equivalent to a lower wage level after listing a higher wage level on the registration to increase the odds of selection. Again, for the full and specific details, please go to Lynn Walker's LinkedIn profile for the complete article. So in conclusion, as I stated at the beginning of the podcast, the Biden administration's support of this policy is very frustrating, disappointing, and disheartening for immigration professionals, employers, and foreign nationals. 
President Biden ran on a campaign that was pro-immigrant, stating, quote, Today our immigration system is under greater stress as a direct result of Trump's misguided policies. Trump's policies are also bad for the economy. For generations, immigrants have fortified our most valuable competitive advantage, our spirit of innovation and entrepreneurship. Research suggests that the total annual contribution of foreign-born workers is roughly $2 trillion. Key sectors of the U.S. economy, from agriculture to technology, rely on immigration. Working-age immigrants keep our economy growing, our communities thriving, and our country moving forward. End quote. This final rule, as published, is nothing more than an attempt to limit legal immigration and is based on the falsehood that a person's contribution to society can only be measured by how much money that person makes. The wage-based H-1B selection rule favors and holds in higher esteem the worker who earns six figures, but not, for example, the doctor who provides medical services in an undeserved or impoverished community, because such workers would, and usually do, earn less than six figures annually. The wage-based H-1B selection rule is completely contrary to the Biden administration's statements and platform supporting immigration and compassionate, common-sense immigration reform. Accordingly, the Biden administration should withdraw this rule and keep its promises to implement compassionate immigration reforms that more effectively address the needs of U.S. employers to attract and retain highly skilled, professional foreign national employees. Disclaimer. The information contained herein is intended only for educational or informational purposes and is not a substitute for legal advice. Further, listening to this HR tip in no way establishes an attorney-client relationship between you and Minor and Landis LLP. Listeners should consult legal counsel for definitive advice regarding the current law and regulations and how those apply to your unique situation within your organization.